You are now listening to Two Takes in a Pod. My name is Osai, and on this podcast, I take on themes exploring culture, society, and life from the viewpoint of Africans home and abroad. So today, in the spirit of Valentine, I sit with some of my favorite podcast hosts to discuss the five love languages. My guests this week have all been featured on the podcast before, and I'll provide links to the previous episodes if you're interested. But first, love languages. According to Dr. Gary Chapman, this is how romantic partners express and experience love. My issue is that I've never had a clear answer when someone asks me what my love language is. It feels a little complicated, and I don't think I'm alone on this one. So I started to ask, where exactly did this concept come from, and how did they break this down? Why are there only five? And if you're unclear about what they are, let me help you quickly. In no particular order, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, giving and receiving gifts, words of affirmation. And then when I look into things further, I start to ask myself if understanding this makes or breaks a relationship and if that is even enough. And where exactly do our own love languages come from? Now, if you want all the answers to this, you can buy Dr. Gary Chapman's book, The Five Love Languages. He published the book in 1992 and it's been a global phenomenon since then. But if you don't have the time to do that right now, and you want an African slash millennial perspective, then look no further because I've done some of the work for you. I'm not going to say it was super hard work, you know, finding this, but um, see the links in the show notes if you you want to head start. And then my three guests bring their perspectives and experiences to the table, which makes for a fun, honest, and relatable conversation. Which is why you're here, isn't it? A little more on my three guests. We have Jumi, aka Jumoke, host of A Word to the Wise podcast. We have Jackie, host of the Chill Space podcast. And Tolu, host of the Random Black Person in Canada podcast. I'll be leaving a link to their podcast below in the show notes. Go check them out. I promise you will learn something. Enjoy the show and happy Valentine's Day, people. Keep it a hundred, I'd rather you trust me than to Keep it all one, don't got you, I got nothing. Run for my money. There is nobody, no one that will run me. So give me a run for my money. Spend bubbly, feeling lovely. Living lovely. taking the time to join me today um we're discussing love languages i'm excited to have you here man how are you doing i'm good anything for you osai like as soon as you hit me up and you're like yo 
let's do this. I was like, 100%, 100%. I appreciate that. And right back at you, you know, um, I'm not going to get too sentimental on the podcast. Never, I feel like the last previous episode I was sentimental. I'm trying to just, mm. you know what I mean? But, you know, I love you too. Keep it know? cool. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, thank you for taking the time. Um, and this has been, you know, on somewhat short notice. Very very short notice <laughs> um but um i, I it, it felt right you know and i i'm just moved at the spirits of you know you know i caught the vibe and we are here we are yeah, catching we vibes are all 22 vibes. apparently 100 <laughs> <laughs> all right so today we're talking um the five love love languages right um it's a book written by dr chapman and he basically in 1992 after counseling countless, you know, marriages, he's a minister. Um, I think it's important mm. to probably point that out. And you know, after counseling countless, you know, people, uh, marriages, husbands and wives, and actually going on the road doing seminars, um, he basically essentially wrote the book for the first time in 1992. And obviously, it's been, um, it's it's it, it was so much of a bestseller that it became part of the cultural lexicon, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, so mm-hmm. me, I actually really maybe found about love languages, like I don't know, maybe. 2019 or something like that i don't even mm-hmm. remember and that was the first time i actually heard you know and i didn't really fully understand i didn't really buy it. but you know over time mm-hmm. like you hear it more and more and more and um so my thought was okay well let's let's get into it like you know let's let's you know go to go through this a little bit um pay a little bit more attention to to what this concept is so the five love languages are uh quality time physical touch acts of service giving and receiving gifts and um, words of affirmation, mm. right? Um, so these are the, and, and the way uh, Dr. Chapman broke this down, he basically said that um, when um, he kind of ass- assessed this and like went through all his notes for decades you know, worth of work, he found that these are the things that kind of keep sticking out and almost mm-hmm. everything else that you could find essentially falls into these categories. So right. we're basically going to explore that and explore that through your experiences and, um, you know, and just give the listeners some idea, you know, at least a jump off point. I'm sure everybody has your thoughts on, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, the five love languages, but you being a podcast host um, for a word to the wise podcast, you should go definitely check it out. Um, um, Jimmy is very, very in touch with, uh, so she's very, very emotionally intelligent. And I think the people who you're going to be having, you're hearing on this podcast, I think they all are. They're a lot yeah. more emotionally intelligent than, than me, I feel sometimes. And uh, <laughs> like, no, give oh, yourself yeah. more credit. Give yourself more credit. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, but, you know, I definitely appreciate some of their ideas. So this is, you know, this is the, essentially why, you know, it's not yeah. just because you're family. You know, it's because, you know. Right. You, you got to go. You got a dope podcast. Um, you got a dope podcast. Wow. Um, I think the first question I want to ask you, right, mm-hmm. is, um, you know, first, uh, just what were your thoughts on like love languages before, um, you know, reading the article, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, you know, the video I I sent over, yeah. did that change or was it kind of like the same thing? Um, I think it was the same thing. I don't think my perspective on love languages changed at all. And I just want to say, you know, talking about love languages and all this stuff, this is right up my alley. Absolutely. So. I'm ready to get into it 100%. Um so like my general like view of love languages, I think it's I think it's a great tool for understanding um other people that you're constantly interacting with, right? Because I don't think it's just like in a romantic setting. I think you know with your family, with your friends, it's always great to know their love language. Um although I feel like 
and the article said this as well, that a lot of people ha- have started looking at love languages as like a personality assessment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought, like, I thought, I thought yeah. that was really, really funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that really is funny. so funny. And that's true. Right. Because I've taken, I've taken that test before and what is you know, it love a love language test oh there is yeah there's a love two, language I think, test. I think there's one going around actually now that i think about it yeah, yeah. i personally think it's crap um because <laughs> i don't Why? because i feel like trying to measure someone's personality with like survey questions sometimes i feel like is a moving target because right. i like to say that i like a little bit of everything you know the love languages obviously i have my top <laughs> right. three because you right. always ask people when you're when you start dating someone you're like oh what are your top three love languages um but yeah so a lot of people tend to look at it as a personality assessment and they forget that love languages are actually you're supposed to learn about love languages so that you can see how to you can find better ways to love the people in your life. Does that make right, sense? Right. Um, I always tell people, I'm like, if you want to know somebody's love language, you don't even have to ask them. Just look at the way they love you. Does that right. make sense? Like, 100%. If, yeah. Like if, 100%. If someone loves words of affirmation, they're going to affirm you all the time. If somebody loves gifts, they're going to give you gifts. They're going to love you the way they like to be loved. Right. So I think it's a pretty, um, I just think it's a very interesting concept or I or like I said like tool um to really understand not you not yourself necessarily but the people around you um yeah so uh, does that answer your question I don't want to go yeah no 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 no. yeah no I I think I think it makes sense I think you know just the idea of you know like you know that's what I felt right I felt like everybody's kind of just like and I never really could determine what mine was I feel Mm -hmm. like you know like the way you said it like it's always I don't think there's one special one right I think um the author actually says hey there's a there's one primary love language and you know I started thinking about that to myself and I kept swaying (laughs) like Mm -hmm. you know so the way you said talk three I was like yeah I feel you on that because I can't really pick the one that is the most Out of those five, the basic concept is that each of us has a primary love language. That's the one that speaks most deeply to us. And if you don't speak their primary love language, you can be speaking some of the other languages and they still will not feel loved. So it's designed to help uh, couples or any any individuals really that care about each other to express love in the most... So what were your thoughts on love languages before, like, referencing the article, like, you know, the article that I sent and the video that I sent? Like, what, what were um, you Did it change or was it essentially the same thing? It was, it was pretty much the same. I yeah. feel like it was pretty much... There, there were key things in the article and in the video as well that I was like, okay, this, this stands out and this is kind of cool to know. One of the main things was even just knowing that it was from a book. Like, I had no clue, you know? Right. So that kind of right. told me that. Same here. I'm, um, I'm just going to put that out <laughs> on the record. <laughs> but in terms of, like, the content of what they spoke on, it's pretty much what my idea of, or what I've known love languages to be and how they should work. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I don't even agree with some of the things that they say in terms of it. And I'll explain that after, but I just feel like there's parts of it where I'm like, I get it, but not really, especially uh-huh. because, okay, so I, I guess I could just get, yeah, get to, to it, it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. One of the main things is I don't believe that we have, we can, we have just one primary one, um, especially for myself. I can't, mm-hmm. like, I, I've, like, beat myself up about this, try to figure out, like, what is your primary Which one love is the language? one, right? Right. Yeah. And for me, there's two that stand out the most. Um, that I find that are like the ones that 
appealed to me the most, basically. Which, and is, it would be what? words of affirmation mm. and um, acts of service. Mm. So those are my two prim- primaries, I would say. And I cannot put one above the other. I just mm. find that in different times of my life, I need each one of them almost to the same extent. Right. So I'm always like, when people are like, what's your primary love language? I struggle with saying, oh, it's this one. I'm like, well, I have two, if that works, you know? Right, right. Um, so yeah, that's one thing that I'm like, mm, everyone always talks about a primary and I'm like, they always talk about it like it should be one. But for me, it's it's more than that. Yeah. What I about you? I, I definitely, yeah, you know, classic podcaster situation. You guys <laughs> you know, always turn the question back. Jumi did the same thing. She did the same exact thing. <laughs> She didn't answer. She asked me first. Um, <laughs> so, so, so for me, uh, mine were quality time, um, acts of service, and uh, words of affirmation. All your Please. primaries? Yes. I, I, like, so to your point, so I didn't even okay. add to that. To your point, I can't pick one. Like, I, I'm just like, I just can't pick one. I need all of them in different ways. Look at you. You're so and- high maintenance. You have three. <laughs> No, I mean, I don't need a lot, but like that's that's how it is. And honestly, the funny thing is, yeah. I didn't know what I need. I just what I recognized was this is how I like to give it. These are the things I value. Like, so for me, um, I think those are the things I would like to do. But my, you know, my my partner, my girlfriend, she wanted gifts as well, right? And I was like not okay. doing so. I thought I was really killing it on all of those things. And it's like yeah. she gets it, but like not as much. You know what I mean? And I'm not right. thinking of it. And it's not like big gift or whatever the case you know it's like maybe being more creative about it and, and right. little things like that and you know and i started realizing oh like so that's 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 one of hers like that's the thing and then i started thinking mm-hmm. about it like oh because that, that's you know that's why she's so good at giving me gifts <laughs> you know what i mean basically so so yeah. so, so, so so i kind of started realizing okay yeah so these are the ones like you know i value right i'm like i make sure like you know if i care about you i'm gonna make sure that, and you know to your point you would you know i think uh earlier before uh we we kind of started recording like you were talking about you know your friends and like family and all of those kind of things and for me it's the same thing those are the places that I go to in terms of how I want to show them love and show them appreciation and make sure that they know I'm there for them you know what I mean so so, yeah so for me those it would be those three like I can't I can't really I can't really pick one pick one to be perfectly honest and I think I agree with you man I don't think I don't think there's a primary one. I think everybody's shaped differently. So maybe some people Mm -hmm. have stronger and bigger preferences that are shaped by their lives. I think Mm -hmm. it's it's all shaped by our lives, right? So I think that makes sense. Tolu, thanks for taking the time, man. Uh, I appreciate it. How are you feeling today, man? Yo, man, it's a great day, a great day. Um, Valentine is coming. Where's your boyfriend? (laughs) That literally came to my mind. I was like, bro. Ah. Oh, man. (laughs) Hey, that was a good song though. Uh so basically the guy didn't get any credit for it uh, or like any royalties or anything. So wow, that's I'm good though, otherwise. <laughs> that's what that's, that's an interesting, interesting one. That's that's good. But I'm happy yeah. to hear that, man. It's, it's Valentine's Day and everybody's uh, you know, finding boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, you or, know the vibes. You know, or everything in between, you know. Let's yeah. uh, let's look out for everybody. But um um, how are you feeling about this topic, uh, the five love languages? What's your what's your background like? What have you heard about it before? And I mean, I guess you probably heard about it before, but like, yeah. how much do you do you really know? Yeah, yeah so I've heard about it. Uh, I've got the book. Um, you actually fully, bought like, the book. Yeah, I got the book. Um, wow. And then aside from that, there's even like the five apology languages on top that I also got into. That Gary Chapman um, also wrote. Same guy. Yeah, same guy. Oh and wow! Then, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. It's, 
Yeah, it's I'm fully deep. in there. Fully in there, bro. I've heard the guy speak. Like, I've actually gone to his session to hear Gary Chapman speak about the thing. Wow. So okay, I'm fully wait, in there wait, with wait, wait, hold up, hold up. You actually pulled up. Wow, I didn't... So when I sent you this stuff, why didn't you even say anything? You didn't I, just, I, just I thought that. I was... I thought I was disturbing your life. <laughs> I didn't realize that you, you should be thought... the one doing it. We should... No, yeah, that, that's, that's super interesting, man. Um, yeah. What was that, like, hearing him speak? How long ago was it? And, you know, yeah. can you just give a little background on maybe how you kind of got into it? Yeah, for sure. So at the time I was in a relationship, um, and I, it was it was a long-term relationship, and I was trying to, you know, let it go all the way, you know, relationship satisfaction, all those kind of things, and right. figuring out what is important for me, um, you know, my role in relationship, her role mm. as well, how do we as a unit become very strong mm. um and so we got the tickets stories that, went, they tell, that 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 you know the things that men do that they don't uh, tell you ah, you know please, let's, not, let's not say that in public anyway <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's only men has come there's always trending but let's not talk about it um so, right. so so we did that we went to it um listened to him speak really good session um and you know aside from that obviously i got the books did the test did the apology language and again if you want to learn about it also available um and so for me, that was a key indicator of, okay, these are the things to look out for, or these are the things you are obligated to do if you want to support your partner, right? Like mm. is the key thing about it, which is also shown in the article, is like knowing love languages for yourself isn't necessarily for yourself. It's for someone else to be able to give you the love you require. Right. And learning someone else's love language is important so that you know how to support their emotional needs. And so if you're not focused... And you're not paying attention <laughs> to their love languages, then obviously you're in trouble. Because again, as the things will show, sometimes people resonate what resonates with someone else isn't what you might think. Right. And so it's important that you pay attention. And of course, there are even times when the love languages change because of maybe for whatever reason, trauma can change it significantly. Right. Um, you know, mm. something in their life, they, they for example, they've got you so much money that gifts no longer matter. It's not just the thought that you remembered me that matters. So it's mm. not no longer that you actually got me a thing, it's that you remembered me on your way somewhere and you got me, you have a t-shirt. So it's not right. about the material thing or what it is. Or so you it's like an act of, so it now becomes more like an act of service as service. opposed to a gift, right? Exactly. It's kind of like a, a match of those two together. So mm. those kinds of things start to align together. And you know, those, those kind of things you also learn when you unpack it fully, not just read the book and do a quick test online. <laughs> Fair enough, right? <laughs> What are your love languages? Oh, man, I knew you were going to ask me that. That's that 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 my question for you. But, <laughs> I'm going to answer it, but like, I was like, I can't keep the podcast host <laughs> thing in. <laughs> like, okay, I'm so, just so, so curious so, to hear so, yours. Yeah, so, so my, my, I think my five love languages at this point in time, and that is subject to change. Um, and, you know, <laughs> so I can't, I can't, um, I would say quality time. Quality time is a big okay. one for me. And it's also mm-hmm. how I show love. 100%. Right. So it's, it's yeah. definitely how I, you know, I, I try to, I, I make quality time for sure. Mm-hmm. So like, that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of what it, what it is. And if I'm dropping the ball on that, um, I feel, I don't feel, you know, I feel guilty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not even that I need it per se, but um, that's, that's the thing a big one for me. So I try to mm-hmm. show up for my people is, is mm-hmm. how I think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think words of affirmation is also like a good one for me as well. Mm-hmm. I would definitely mm-hmm. say that 
Um, I like to give words of affirmation and I, you know, I like to receive it. I think I'm in denial about liking to receive it, but I like mm, it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll yeah. definitely say that. I had never asked for, <laughs> Hey, words of affirmation, but if I get it, I'm like, Oh, this is great. This right. Is- <laughs> right. Like it's lit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, uh, uh, like, you know, in, 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 like a, bo- just, a boost of serotonin. Just, just something. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, um, and, uh, I would say those are the main ones giving and receiving gifts. I think, giving gifts actually like receiving gifts are cool and i think that's what i was saying or maybe this is about the guy thing i don't know but like receiving mm-hmm. gifts is cool and it's nice and i'm always appreciated you know what i mm-hmm. mean and mm-hmm. acts of service like i, I like that too mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i actually appreciate acts of service like it, it mm-hmm. kind of means something but like one of the big ones for me is giving gifts though mm-hmm. like if i give you something and like you're excited or like mm-hmm. like it's just something like now it's something like you enjoy like you know, i get you something and something you enjoy wearing and mm-hmm. stuff like that really really feels good for me like mm-hmm. it, it's like a mm-hmm. very you know and i don't want you to so i don't i always almost like i want to surprise you so mm-hmm. that like if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like maybe you left it there for the next year and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't like this thing. But um, I think giving gifts is a big one for me. I, I get it. I like receiving, of course. That's nice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I think giving it's it sticks with me longer. Mm-hmm. I would say. I, I don't know how to, else to explain it, but that. But obviously, receiving gets always amazing. So please, right? <laughs> if you please got love for me, send them right. Send me the gifts. You know, what I mean, send me money. You know, send right. me all this exactly. Stuff. Um, physical touch and all those things are they're kind of nice. Uh, and that's the thing that they all kind of, <laughs> but I would say those are the three ones, right? Quality time. I think <laughs> words of affirmation, like and then um, um, I think giving is probably more of my preference. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that's like a thing, um, but uh, maybe acts of service. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. those are the things mm-hmm. that like, like jump out to me and make me feel like, you know, like yeah, I'm getting some love. Right, what about you? Right. What about you? Um, I just want to say really quickly, like, I think your whole giving gift thing and then people like, especially if somebody likes it, it kind of ties into like being affirmed in, in a weird way. Um, maybe that's not like point. with, with words, but like you're being affirmed somehow. So um, yeah, yeah. I, I thought I, that was something that I noticed. That I thought was cool. Yeah, that's actually, that's interesting. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to answer the question, but I do want to ask another question. <laughs> no, no. You answer a question and ask me a question. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so my, my, um, my favorite love languages, like I said, I have, I like a little bit of everything, right? And depending on my mood or whatever chapter I am in my life, it's going to change. It's subject to change. Fair but for enough. right now, for right now, um, my favorite. That's, that's a bad my, English accent. I right now. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, it's bad. Oh my god! I literally switch accents all the time. That's actually really embarrassing. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm embarrassed. Um, but I'm probably still gonna switch accents. No, no, uh, I know you are. I know. I, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just giving you a heads up. I don't okay, even try enough. anymore. I used to have a good one. I don't even try anymore. It's, it's not. It's not. Like the way you yeah. called me out, you were like, yeah, that's, that's really <laughs> bad. <laughs> Just like, stop it. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. So okay. T- tell me, what are, what are your five love languages? Okay. So my five or love top, languages. Or your top, or your top, top three. Love my top three. My top three. Yeah. All, the five love languages are all of them. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my bad my, my my mistake but i did say like a little bit of everything so you're not too wrong okay um okay so my top three at the moment um okay so the first one i would say is big for me is acts of service mm. um i just like being thought of and like you doing things that you know that i would like or would make my life easier disclaimer i'm just gonna say it with my chest i'm a little bit lazy so <laughs> 
you know, having a partner, not even just a partner, but like anybody in my life that, you know, recognizes that. And they're like, you know what? Um, little things like I'll help you take out the trash or you need to like, you know, tune up your car. I'll do that for you. I handle that for you. <laughs> so I really appreciate acts of service. Um, shamelessly, maybe because I'm lazy. I question <laughs> that about myself sometimes. No, um, I, think, I, think not, I think that's pretty solid. And I, I, I think a lot of women will agree with that as well. Like even if it's not in a, if it's in a small way, it's in a big way. And it seems like women appreciate the small ones just as much yeah. as the big ones. That's, that's yeah. kind of what I've experienced with my, my girlfriend. Like she, she likes the small ones. Like she's like, no, you can just think. I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but anyway, I'll continue. We'll get to that. Yeah, no, so. you're right. And I think, to be quite honest with you, I think access service is a big one for me because that's how my dad shows love to me. Mm. Um, he's very big on access service. Like whenever he's in town, like he comes to visit me. Oh, Jimmy, like let me help you with this. Let me fix this in your house. Let me like have you fix your car. Let me do that for you. So oh, I awesome. really appreciate that. Um, and value it a lot. So the second one that I really like, like you, quality time. Mm. So I, you know, I'm a very deep person. So I love <laughs> connecting right. with people that I love and having like real down to earth conversations with them. Because people think of quality time as, oh, like the like the guy said in in the in the video, like you watching a movie with someone that could be considered quality time because people define it differently. But right. to me, it's not really like quality, quality time because something else has our attention, but right. that being able to connect, being able to talk, being able to look you in the eye, like that is, I really, really enjoy that. So quality time is the second one on my list. And then the third one is physical touch. And okay, guys, like <laughs> I didn't realize that physical touch was such a big thing for me until I realized I wasn't getting enough of it. Okay, that sounds weird, right? But like when you live by yeah. yourself, right? <laughs> Let me explain. Let me explain. When you live by yourself. <laughs> I know I was gonna be like, no, no, okay, sorry. everybody no, get... no, continue. Continue. That's okay. <laughs> I was gonna say everybody get their minds out of the gutter. Um right. but when you like live by yourself, right? Um sometimes it could be little things like hugs, right? I just realize I like to be touched, except I, if I if I don't fuck with you, do I mean, not ob touch obviously, me. Obviously, that is right. Like that's, that's gonna that's piss me off. Right, that is assault. <laughs> that's, doesn't count. <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> this is this is based on consent. <laughs> this is based yeah, on consent. <laughs> but I really like physical touch. Like right. I'm a very touchy person. Right. Like the people in my life, like my friends and all that stuff. Like I always hug them. Right. And obviously, in a romantic situation i like to be touched but it. i'm not talking yeah i'm it. not talking about anything too sexual you know what i mean like you know holding the waist and a kiss on the cheek and stuff like that so right. i really appreciate physical touch so those are my top three at the moment but like i said i like a little bit of everything so you know gifts here and there sometimes um words of affirmation right as well yeah honestly like now i'm just thinking i like I, you know i like physical touch Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know i was gonna tell you Osai, i'm like you know like maybe you feel like you don't need that much love because your girl is loving you so well that you don't even realize that anything is lacking that might be that might be right that might be right because i i hmm. do get like everything <laughs> i do get like all of it i got kind of an idea right, so I'm, right. I'm not really in a good position to pick like you know what I mean? So I actually based it off, and that's part of the problem, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm based it off what kind of love I like to give. Mm -hmm. You know what so I'm saying? Like, and even like physical touch, like, you know, like I actually like to do that as well, right? Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. um, it's not like if let's say I'm really, really like that's gonna be I like I'm gonna do it, but like 
I guess what I would assign it on, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of like, because you know, I guess you can physical touch a lot of people that you don't love. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> so of so course. That, that, I, I guess I'm thinking about it with that mindset. So it's like, like so for me, it's like important, obviously, but mm-hmm. like, um, but if I'm, you know, in terms of tears of saying, hey, like, I really fuck with this person. Mm-hmm. I, that that that's kind of where again I'm like, okay, is that just you need a cuddle buddy, or do you actually care about this person in a real way? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of where I struggle with with mm-hmm. that one. Like maybe it's you know maybe it's just my mind in the gutter, and I'm thinking more lustful, mm-hmm. lustful, right. lustful, <laughs> lustful thoughts. But a lot of people but think like, lustful thoughts, but like a lot of people think about physical touch that way because they they put love languages in the realm of romantic situations, right? Right, that's I, actually a good point. Actually, right. when you put it like that, that's that's a good point. I mean, but then it's like with my friends, I'm not trying to touch my friends. And then right, like, exactly. No friends, I'm not trying to touch my female friends. Right, Either, right. Like, yeah, so. But I mean, okay. physical touch can like be hugs as well. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Right. Like, uh, it doesn't. I mean, obviously, you're not going to be just hugging up on your female friends because people they can get it twisted. So right. obviously, there needs to be boundaries. But for right. me, I look at love languages. Not just about, oh, this is how I like to be loved, but this is how I like to be acknowledged. You know what I mean? Mm. Because if you think about it, like, okay, you might meet somebody like while you're working and let's say you do something for them and they're like, you know what, Osai, you did such a great job on that project. Thank you so much. You were super helpful. And you know, that's a, those are words of affirmation that are, that's going to make you feel good. And like, in right. some way, like you're, right. you're, right. you're, you're being seen. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So that's I get how that. I, I look at love languages as well. I get that yeah. because like and then physical touch, like you know, like if someone like sees me and I'm like they they come straight for the hug, I do feel that way more than oh yeah, like you know, shaking, you know, shaking mm-hmm. hands or mm-hmm. or, or a bump mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Because mm-hmm. then it's like it just means like genuine love. And mm-hmm. I would want to do that as well instinctively mm-hmm. if I if I really do have, you know, I guess good, you know, if I have good vibes with the person. So that's interesting. That's a that's a that's yeah. a good good way to look at that. How would you define your love language? And has it changed over time? Ah, uh, yes. So my love language has changed so much. <laughs> Before, and, and this is the part where I'm, I'm not sure that Gary's, you know, study has gone into like African culture or Nigerian culture. But Interesting. Me, I, I firmly believe, okay? And this is my contribution to the love philosophy and PhD. Oh, this is your sixth one. I firmly language. believe there's a sixth one, which is have you eaten? I firmly believe, <laughs> firmly believe there's have you eaten that is a love language because food, the things that people will do for food, after food, before food, I'm telling you, like, there's something about it. Yeah. If fast. you feed someone properly, that's fast. Bruv, they will love you. Like, yeah. like I'm, I've had a terrible day. Have you eaten? Hey, God. <laughs> bruv. Mic drop. Ah, how hey, else? Hey. Like, you know, like, does it add some, there's a time you say that and nothing else is above, like, you know, I love you, a diamond, like nothing else. <laughs> like, have you eaten? It's just like, wow, you've spoken to my soul. You get, like, you know? <laughs> especially if you, you are with someone who can actually throw down. Hey. You. There's nothing, like, there's something about when you're like, you've had a stressful, but you know that that food is waiting for you when you get home. Fam, I'm sprinting to get home. <laughs> um, and the other side to this, right? And this again, that's what I'm like, I feel like this is part of my own contribution because there's a piece of people where if you are a very expressive eater, which is you like to explore things, um, you like to try out multiple cuisines. If you're going to date someone who just likes to eat the same rice and plantain all the time, mm. that also has an incompatibility issue because 
you're just going to be like, but I want to try something else. Like, again, don't get me wrong. This is your F4 slaps, but I cannot keep eating F4 all the time. Like, I want to try ramen. Right. I want to try pho. I want right. to, you know, right. and there are people who are very much like that. And there are those who cannot at right. all. Right. Just leave me. Don't give me steak with red inside. You know what I mean? <laughs> and there are those that are like, if you Medium even try rare, to give me a bottle, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So someone like me, for example, I have my steak medium rare at the most. At the, at most, the most? Really? At wow. the most. If you That's... go beyond that, you are giving birth offering. I'm not God. <laughs> I am not Jesus Jr. Take it away from me. You know what I'm saying? You'll be looking at them with bad eye. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, so that's why I'm like, I personally, and you know, I, I'm not a PhD or anything, but I'm just saying this is my contribution. If you're a PhD that, please, this is your free research. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, we, we want to see it. And it's, uh, are you more picky? Because I know you're actually a pretty good cook. So are you are you more picky as a result of that then? Like like how you no. how would you manage like that expectations? Because like you know the person can be throwing down thinking they're throwing down like everybody loves it, but you're like, Pam, <laughs> the salt here is just not you know it's not sauteed the way I need like my <laughs> So so interestingly, I'm actually more um, forgiving of cooking. As a result, the only time I'm not forgiving is when it's a professional chef that's cooking back for me. If a pro, because you paid money. Yeah, because now, you know what I'm saying? Now, if a pro is cooking for me and I feel like I can do better, now right. I'm salty because I'm like, bro, <laughs> this is what you do. This is your thing. You know what I mean? Like, if someone is making eggs and I ask for whatever style of eggs I want, you know, omelette or over easy, over hard, whatever the name doesn't really matter. Right. And I feel like I could have done much better than, like, what did you just serve me? That is the only time I'll see something. But the rest of the time, I was like, it happens. I'm not even that good anyways. Again, obviously, you know, try to be humble here. I'm not that good anyways. <laughs> it happens. We all learn, you know, we all grow in time. That kind of thing. Like, you know, I'll find a way to excuse it. If there's right. even more salt, like I can even find a way to even go around it. If it's too spicy, it's just all pepper. I mean, like, see, I'm not a dragon, <laughs> but all right, you know. <laughs> you know, so. Oh, man. So, so I'm curious. Okay, so, so I mean, let's let's put food, you know, and exactly. have you eaten under acts of service? Acts of service. Do you have yeah. any other ones? Is that like the number one? Yeah. Um, do you have yeah. any other one that kind of like comes into play there? Yeah. So acts of service and uh, quality time has always been my thing. I'm mm. followed closely by physical. So like literally, I'm a hugger. Like literally, if you're around me, I'll touch my hand. Then why are you here? You know what I'm saying like. Like, what what exactly like if we're driving and you know holding my hand, like what exactly is your purpose? In okay, so you like, like that laugh thing where she's like, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, if if not, just sit at the back, like, let us know that I'm, your, I'm the driver, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm your chauffeur. Like, if you're not gonna do that, just or take your own Uber, like you get what I'm saying? Like, what's mm-hmm. the point? But the moment you're an item, like, touch me, man, like give me a hug. I've had a bad day, I've had a good day, hug me too. I've had an okay day, I'm alive, hug me, like hug me, <laughs> hug me, <laughs> like so. You know, right. that's, that's, that's also a key part of, of mm. so those are the th- top three for me. And, you know, the others, I mean, sure, I'll take, I'll take whatever you want to give me. But like, <laughs> right. But those are the ones you need that. And then yeah, sprinkle yeah. the rest of you. Yeah, sprinkle right. the rest. Yeah, yeah. So, so about, what about, about you? Wait, hold on, hold on, before you run away. How about you? What's your own? All these, all these podcasters, sure. man. So basically, <laughs> I, I just have to say that, like, I've, all three people I've interviewed for this are all podcast hosts. And you guys yeah. will not free me. All of you. I lie. All of you. you know the vibes. You get questioned every time. Before I will ask my own question, one of them asks me a question. <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, yeah. w- what do you think, you know, I think the article kind of t- talks about, you know, something that you just said where people think about it from, from themselves and about how they, you know, like to be loved. 
And what do you think about um, what people get wrong about love languages? I think, I think the thing that people get wrong is this idea that it can't be all of them, right? Like, okay, so my mm. top two are whatever they are. So the other three ignore, or the top one is this one. So you only do this one thing. Um, that piece is clearly wrong, right? Again, in terms of my own mind anyways, right. um, because a sprinkling of the fifth one helps the first one become more valuable, right? If you're only doing one all the time, then the other four just start to lose their, the one they're doing all the time loses its meaning. And then right. the four others make the person feel like, now I'm craving something else because you've only given me this one way. Um, right. So that's kind of the other thing too, like, because for example, if you say you're not a gifts person, but to right. your birthday, you don't give me anything. Right. It's like, ah. it's like well, you're not, <laughs> well, you're <laughs> not a like? gifts person. Right. right. That's, yes. that's actually a good point. So when, when um because I actually struggle with um, what Dr. Gary Chapman said, Anything where he says, like, you know, there's a primary love languages. And and I, I had a challenge with that because I couldn't really identify what my specific primary one primary. is. But it, there's like a top three, I would say. And mm-hmm. and I noticed that because of how I tried to express it. So you're saying that, like, maybe there is a primary love language, love language, but you really need to kind of actively be doing all of all of the five. We're, we're just talking about Valentine's Day earlier, right, before we, we, we hit record. And, you know, basically, Valentine's Day is basically, um, like, you kind of have to show all five love languages. Like, you can't really pick one and not be... I mean, maybe you could, but, like, Valentine's Day is really about showing all the love languages in, like, their full, like, you know, extent, mm-hmm. right? I agree, I agree. So I was going to say exactly that, right? Like, if, if you're going to pick and choose... You have to know when to sprinkle the others. Like if you, right. do, you know this person resonates with this one, right. sprinkle the others around so that that one still stands out and has meaning. You know right, I mean? right. So that's exactly it. I know. I don't know how I sound, but I am not as good as I might sound. Right? <laughs> you actually sound like you have it figured out. Like, no, nah, man. No, no. Trust me. It's just too. It's too. Yeah. It's been. It's been by through trials. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um. But uh, yeah, it's 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 definitely a process, and I think it's important. What do you think about the fact that, um, the you know the author Dr. Chapman um said that like, you know, it's really about thinking about your partner's uh way of like love language because a lot of times when people people identify themselves with love languages, that's what the article kind of mm-hmm. also alluded to. A lot of people yeah. identify themselves with love languages, but the whole book was really about how to identify your partner's love language. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not about saying, hey, this is my love language. It's like saying, it's about paying enough attention to saying, well, you may think your love language is this, but this is actually but... what you positively respond to. Like, mm-hmm. you know, culturally, you know, I mean, they basically alluded to the fact that, like, culturally, we've lost that. It's part of the lexicon, yes, but it's really more about my love language as opposed to yeah. considering the other person's. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's true. Um, again, it's that thing where it's like we just we talk about we're, we're so used to talking about ourselves a lot and what we need and what we deserve. And, you know, but you don't, you don't really think about the other person and what they right. need and what it is that they deserve. too, Right. right? Um, and it's very easy when you're when you feel like you're not getting what you want. It's very easy to get so like strung up on that without realizing that maybe you're not getting it because you're not giving them what they want to. You know, mm. like it it's. It goes both ways, right? right. So I right. like that, that that was like the emphasis in his book. Another reason why I want to read it because I'm like, okay, that's cool. Because it's one thing for your partner to tell you their love language and it's another to be able to identify it. Yep. Um, especially because I feel like a lot of the time you might even be wrong in what you think your love language is. Like exactly. you exactly. can sit here and like, I would, have, I would have thought or I thought for the longest time that like, gifts would have been mine. Mm. But then when, you, when I really like think about it, like 
I have cried over somebody buying me a fan, like a literal like fan. <laughs> but it was more about the thought behind it. Right. So it felt more like an act of service. Like when I when I think mm. about it, I'm like, I was book. really hot in that year. Um, we were, there was this hit heat wave going on. It was actually Montreal, funny enough. The first year I moved here, he lived in this shitty apartment. Like you guys always do that. Why do you guys, when they live alone, live in like the shittiest place for no reason? They can afford a better place. You just decide to have the shittiest yeah, but why place. Why am I spending extra money for that? Like, it's not for comfort. <laughs> it's comfortable anyway. <laughs> anyway, it was really hot, and I remember it was one week where it was like there was this like crazy heat wave in Montreal, and I was dying. I'm like somehow he was able to manage it, but I was just I was irritable. Everything was bothering me. Right. And then he was like, okay, he's just gonna go on a bike ride, and that pissed me off. I'm like, oh, so I'm here dying of heat. And you're about to just go on this random bike. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you just want to go on this bike ride and feel all the breeze on your skin. All right, good. Go have a good time. And then like half an hour later, he comes back with a fan like this. It's just a standing fan that he probably got from like Canadian Tire for like 40 bucks, right? Um, And then when he got it, I just started to ball. I cry over everything. So it's normal. Um, (laughs) And then I think in that moment, I was like, do I like gifts? But then when I really sat and thought about it, it's not about, it wasn't about the fan. It was just about right. the fact that I was dying and you right. thought, what can I do yeah. to make this situation easier for her? Or like, I know, I knew that he didn't care that much about the fan. Like he right. He's been sleeping without it, right. but I really needed it. And you put me first in that moment. And it just right. felt like a really special thing. Mm. So I feel like old me would have thought, yeah, okay, maybe I'm a gift person. Like I love flowers. That's another thing, but I really like the thought behind it. Not mm. necessarily flowers itself flowers right exactly so yeah i feel like it's very easy to mix up what your love language is especially because you can almost fit certain activities into multiple right like one thing could be both physical and quality time like cuddling on the couch is both you're you're not just spending time together you're also being physical right right um so you might just think oh i just love i love being physical when really you just like to spend time together right um so i like the concept of his book focusing on other people's love languages because you can almost help them navigate it or help them identify it and point Mm -hmm. it out when you notice it yep um, yeah. And if they're as stubborn as my husband, don't point it out. Just keep doing the other love language until they realize you've been doing something else and they're loving it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. works too. That works too. And it's like, oh, why did you stop? Because that's not a very, you know, that's, that's not important to you. That's not your primary. <laughs> right? You right? Never like that, right? It's not that important. curious what about um your partner like what what would you say uh his love language is and like do okay. you know one and and what did that change at any point I'm curious <laughs> so before i even get into it i'm gonna say that typically what i found was in all my past relationships i i'm usually drawn to people who have the same love languages as me right Interesting. um yeah because you kind of it, it's i almost feel, i feel like it just happens because you guys show love the same way right so you know when you're you feel like love is being shown to you and you reciprocate, right? Right. Um, and then I went and married somebody who has completely different love languages for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you, because I think one of the, the article, I think the video said, 
uh, it does, there's no real guarantee when two people with the same kind of love languages are together. That that's not a guarantee for success. It's really the ability to show. So does that ring true for you then? Or Yes, 100%. 100%. I will say that it's easier when you have the same love language because you don't really have to think that much, you know? Right. Or you don't have to stop yourself in your tracks when you, you see you're doing the wrong thing. Mm. Um, but I don't think it really attests to a successful relationship because you both have the same love languages. Right. Um, some people are just selfish and whether or not they know what your love language is doesn't mean they're going to give it to you right. so there's that part of it um but no my husband's love language is completely different he is a physical touch person and a quality time person um and it's funny because i i do appreciate both of those it's just not it, it's not how i would show love you know like yeah. that wouldn't be my primary way to right. show love right that's actually such a good point too because i was looking at it i was like well, yeah why isn't physical touch one of mine and i and i feel like you know i just didn't like we i do it but it's just like i don't value it in the same way and i think mm-hmm. i was thinking about it from like lustful perspective if i'm being honest yeah. <laughs> like, and i was just like you that's not love that's just lust you know what i mean but 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 i think obviously you know it can be also with hugs it could be a lot of other different things holding right. you know, really showing support so um yeah that's that, that that was interesting too like kind of like feeling guilty about not showing the other ones You're I right. think kind of like kind of comes into play so did it change for him or has it always kind of been the exact same um I think since I met him it's always been those like those have been his um main ones um but I also feel like I feel like with getting to know each other more mm. we are starting to kind of pick like take on each other's as well you know, right. yeah. like quality time is now starting to like get up there for me in terms right. of things that I consider really important because right. I see how important it is to him. And this is your life partner, right? It's, right. it's not somebody right. that you're just going to do this for a while and then it's right. done. So it almost starts to become more important to you because it's important to your person, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it makes you more aware of the love languages that are not your primary and mm. makes you almost do them right. more. Actually, in a sense, now that I say that. I think it's almost better to be with someone who has different love languages yeah. because it forces you to do more. So now we're, we're, we're doing four out of five. Exactly. You know? And honestly, <laughs> I a hundred percent agree with you. I think I, like that's what you were kind of alluding to. Yeah. The other one is easier, but like putting in that effort is what shows you guys like it. Cause when you know, it comes naturally to this person anyway, anyway, that doesn't mean mm-hmm. that they really care about you or love you in the way that you're yeah. looking for. But when that is not in this person's process, and they basically just start stepping it up a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Then you're like, you know, not then you really feel the love, right? And you, you yeah. kind of step it up. Even for me too, I think, um, I think the gifts, um, like is something I've also, uh, I noticed I've like I've stepped up and like yeah. now it's like a point of contention for me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, um, um, yeah, and I, and that definitely started for my partner for sure. So that that's, yeah. that's really good. And something to add to that too is I find that when you communicate your long love language to your partner and you see that they're taking steps to actually consider it, it makes you more attracted to them, you know? Like, even if they're not getting it right in the beginning, it's just the effort. You just see that, okay, this Mm. person is actually going out of their way to Mm. do things that I want that might make them uncomfortable, you know? Mm. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily their preference, but they're doing it for me. I feel like it makes the relationship almost better in a sense. It's like, I see you giving up things for me and I right. will do the same for you. Right. But I will say that in the beginning of the relationship, it was so tough. Like, I feel like we had <laughs> so many fights just because of our differences in love language, you know? Like, I would show I would show him love how I want to be shown love. And then he just sits there like, 
Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, okay, like, thank you. But like, I'm like, and then I'm sitting there like, why isn't this, why am I not getting the reaction that I, I expect and that right. I need? Like, I would have reacted completely different to this, right? right? But then right. you realize like, yes, I mean, you are showing him love, quote unquote, but it's not in his way. So does it really count, you know? Right. No, hundred percent, and that's I yeah. definitely felt the, the exact same thing, and it's just like such a slap in the face. Yes, <laughs> yes, so pissed off, you know. <laughs> and it's like, yo, people would pay for this. What are you talking about? And it's like, no, no. It's like that's great, and I appreciate him. That's awesome, but like, I yeah. need this, right? And it's like an issue mm-hmm. until you realize, like, now, like, now this is a real thing, like, you know. And if they need it, like, are you now not gonna just just stubborn and not and not do it? You know, someone mm-hmm. I'm saying, and when you start realizing, yeah. like, like, especially when you try it once and it has like a real impact, right? I think that's the big thing too. Like, when you see it once and and you see the impact, you're like, yeah, okay, like, okay, I got, this I is worth it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for me, mm-hmm. I, I really do, ex- you know, I, I I like the like giving that and that that good feeling, that good experience. Like for gift yeah. giving, for example, I like it when like you know, like I don't want you to wear my shirt. <laughs> Anybody else listening to this now? Do not lie. <laughs> it's not it's not a great gift. It's not a great gift. So you know what I mean? But like, yeah. I like it when like you know if only if I get you wine right I'm like you're like yo that wine was good what wine was that again that to me is like that feels really good you know what that's I mean that's literally my partner he's so pissed off if I'm just like oh thank you <laughs> like no but I'm not expecting anything I'll just be like oh man right. that was a, that was not as a good gift you had to step maybe your game it was up. not a good yeah, yeah yeah you had to step your game up like that's not your thing you know what I mean like you know so same thing like you, you get somebody a gift and like like they're wearing it every other day yes like you know mm-hmm. I, I feel really good about that and then mm-hmm. um it, you know if, they, if you're not wearing it and it's just like sitting in the corner when you go visit them or something and like it's just like Damn. okay so shit they don't like this <laughs> present it's funny that you say that though because that's another thing i was gonna say that i feel like is sometimes like i don't want to use the word misconception but i feel like people mess up with love languages is that um i feel like knowing your love language isn't enough right i think right. you also kind of need to know how you need to receive it because mm, I sit here and I'm like, yeah, and I'll give you an example for even for both of mine. And I only learned that in this long-term relationship because you're with somebody for so long. Right. And then you're like, why am I getting pissed off when they're doing things that I asked for, you know? Mm, um, mm. So when I first said that my love languages were words of affirmation, you know, acts of service. And he was like, okay, cool. This is great. It's easy, right? Words of affirmation, just say nice things to this person. Nice things to this person. <laughs> so he would say, I love you a lot more. He told me I'm beautiful a lot more. Right. But those two sentences, sentences mean nothing to me right. because I, I don't want to say that I know. It's not that I know that. I want to understand what about me is beautiful right. and what is it that you love about me. Right. Right? This is when guys would be like, oh, my God, man. This exactly. Is another- <laughs> I don't want to even have to ask you, right? So instead right. of saying, Which is oh, like you another look beautiful layer. today. Yes. Instead of saying, oh, you look beautiful today. I think I would like times 100 appreciate it if you're like, oh, I really like what you did with your hair. Is that new? Mm. Then I'm like, okay, cool. He right. actually, he's paying attention. He can right. see that he can notice changes, but saying you're beautiful is so easy. I can put it up like a reminder on my phone at 9.30. <laughs> it's probably what you do. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> just make sure. Like, I mean, I would have definitely, yeah, probably would have considered yeah. that. But I, I, you know, I think when you, when you do with women, you start to understand like um, women really like and appreciate that attention to detail that like mm-hmm. men, I don't know if it comes naturally to us at all. You know, I don't maybe think some that it men, does. maybe some men, right? But like it, de- you know, what I mean, like there's just that attention to detail that like yeah. women want, and it's like when you just stumble ac- across it, <laughs> you're, like, you're like, oh, and she's looking at you, and she looks at you like, oh, okay, and you're thinking like, yeah. 
really like that that, yeah. that that you know you know that's that that's what it took and then you realize like when you're paying attention to that like that detail in terms of like yeah sometimes too like we go like get our hair done and it looks nice and then like <laughs> be out and then <laughs> somebody else will say oh i love you and i'm like oh shit she just oh man. and it's not that you didn't love it you just didn't think to say it right yeah it's like oh you look great you know so like now like i sometimes and it also happens to your hands like oh she looks great and then you just keep it moving but you don't yeah. voice out oh you look great you know what right. I mean? Like, so it, it's kind of like telling yourself, okay, yeah, reminding yourself to actually like verbalize that because that does mean something, you know? So right. that's, that's even that's with like, even with like our acts of service. Um, and this actually was a thing where we actually, I don't want to use the word argued, but like we went back and forth on this because he didn't agree with me in terms of what I felt, act, what, what I felt acts of service should, should be for right. me. Right. So to him, it was just like, okay, cool. Like, I know you're hungry. I know you love it when we order food from this place. So instead of us making dinner, I'll just order us food. And right. I'm like, yeah, that's nice. But you're ordering us food. You're not ordering me food. <laughs> wow. So I feel like... I feel I'm like, high maintenance. <laughs> no, but... Okay, no, but what I'm trying to say... What I'm trying to say is acts of service that... Right. In, in fact, in two separate ways. That I, I feel like it's about me. Like, right. you sat down and thought about me and you yeah. were like... Hmm, what can I do nice for this girl today? Right, Not right. what can I do for us that I will also benefit from and absolutely love and enjoy. <laughs> to me, I'm like, it is an act of service. I get right. it. But it just right, right. feel no, like no, you thought you, about I'm, me. I'm talking shit, but, you, but you're absolutely <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, I also like this Italian place. Okay. Like, it's so let's just like go to- yeah, it's like you want Italian too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. It, exactly. It, 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 it probably would mean more if, let's say, this is a place you uh, he absolutely hates and he, you love it and he goes and he gets it. Let's and just like, go you know, there. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, like, like, wow, you're actually just going to sit through all of this for me. Like, you know, I would have stopped you. Exactly. So that. Da, 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 da. Oh, my God. Exactly. I mean. So I, I feel I, like I feel like it's a <laughs> bit more than just like saying, oh, yeah, my love languages are this. I'm like, OK, right. but how do you like to receive it? Like, how how does it play out? Even like things like I love to cook. I love mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. Like adore it. And sometimes when I'm stressed out, I want to cook to get mm-hmm. my head out of it. So mm-hmm. I can't imagine a person like when I'm stressed out going to cook for me. Mm-hmm. Unless I don't want to do it at the time, it doesn't right. almost, it doesn't feel like service to me. Unless it's like it feels like service when it's something I don't want to do or something that I really like and haven't done. Right. I feel like and that's yeah, kind of I see what you mean. And it's like yeah. And I think it's your attention to detail thing that you're talking about too, like knowing that like, yeah, you know, they don't have time to do this. She doesn't have time to do this. You know, 100%. so let me just go out there, knock that out for her, and you know, I it'll put a smile on her face, right? That's really it. Like, what about, you know, um, in in past relationships and things like that? Were there any challenges with you identifying what um, uh, your partner's love language was? Mm. You know, or was it kind of like straightforward? Like, especially, you know, I guess for from a, yeah, from a woman, you know, kind of dealing with men. Um, uh, like, was that something that was very obvious to see? Or was it something where they weren't clear about it for themselves or not clear about it with you? Or they kind of wanted a little bit of everything as well. Yeah, that's a good question. I think from my, in my opinion, your experience, um, from, yeah, from, like yeah, and from my experience, I should say, mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of the men I've interacted. Okay, that sounds like I've been with a hundred nah, niggas. Okay, <laughs> okay let me just, yeah, okay, it sounds like I've been with a hundred people that you've been. No, don't worry. Yeah, nah, nah, people nah. that I've had romantic connections with. I think they kind of would answer it the way you kind of answered it at the beginning, where it's like, oh, I don't really think, I don't really want for anything. Like, I don't really, you know, not that they don't get the whole love language concept, but if you were to yeah. just ask them on, at a surface level, like, oh, what's your love language? It's like, 
I'm, I'm fine. Like, yeah. I right, like, what does that mean? I'm chilling, yeah. so right? So, talking about men, just those, like, we're like, you know, we don't allow ourselves to, like, wait or expect love, you know? If right. it comes, you're like, oh, great, this is really, really nice and warm. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, you're not <laughs> you're not sitting here. You're not um, clocking it, right? Yeah, you're not, you're not like, oh, my God, I wish to be loved, you know? Like, right. you know, it's, it's, and it's a weird, I don't know if it's, you know, you know, I don't know if it's the way the world is or if it's, you know, toxic masculinity, um or whatever or whatever the case may be maybe it's a mixture of everything who knows yeah yeah i mean i think a lot of guys are like understanding more what like love languages are um and like moving into that space because it's very much become a part of like mainstream like conversation culture and conversation so there was no um sorry to cut you off but so there was Mm -hmm. no uh specific one where you're like oh this guy loves this like he loves physical touch oh oh yeah i mean yeah sorry where you like clocked it you know right right let me continue like answering your 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 question there um so (laughs) i i clock that in in my experience some guys were really into words of affirmation and if you were like yo your love language is words of affirmation they would be like no it's not like i don't care what anybody nobody needs to hype me up i can hype myself up i'm i I know i sound like you like two seconds ago but (laughs) (laughs) no i said words of affirmation i i I own that i own that so no i was gonna put that on the record after admitting that you did not want to own it but yeah like they'd be like oh i don't need words of affirmation but yet whenever i give you a compliment and i'm not talking about surface level compliments i realize that guy like the guys i've dealt with can't speak for every guy Mm -hmm. if they're working on a personal project or something that speaks to them and you're like wow babe like whatever you're doing like is so dope they're like like it's like <laughs> i can't like they love it and i'm like that's where the affirmation boo yep. um so that, that was one thing that like really really you know stuck out right. acts of service a lot of guys like when you cook for them okay right. like oh right. hey surprise like there's dinner waiting for you or something right. um so those are the two um love languages that i kept seeing like that's a theme that I've seen with mm-hmm. the guys that I've hung out with. Maybe it's just right. like what I'm attracted to. But the issue with love languages in past relationships is just like the guy's not understanding that this is what I need. Right? Like when right. you tell your partner, like, these are my love languages. This is right. how I like to be loved. This is how I recognize love from you. It was very hard. Like it was not clicking that those are the actions that they were supposed to do towards me. Mm. Again, it was very much like, oh, well, I don't need that. But it's like, I'm not talking about what you need. Right. I'm talking about right. what I need. So right. that was a huge pain point for right. me. Um, and honestly, if I'm keeping it 100, like one of the main reasons why I ended up leaving those situations. Because um, it wasn't working for me. Yeah, that's really that's really interesting because you know I, I I was curious about that and like when you when you start to think about it you know and and the article speaks to this right like and even even the author himself said like you know these five love languages are to mm-hmm. help you understand your partner they're mm-hmm. supposed to help you understand the kind of recognize within your partner what your partner right. wants without them right. maybe necessarily having the words to communicate that this is what they need. So to me, I think that's why this is important. And that's why I want to talk about this on Valentine's Day, because I think, you know, 
today everybody's giving gifts right everybody's showing love to each other and you know and, and kind of doing these different little interesting acts of service and a mm-hmm. gift and all these you know beautiful things and you know i think you know it's great and it's a great moment and it's a good reminder right kind of mm-hmm. like the way black history is a good reminder to recognize and respect and appreciate black people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the time but like <laughs> um <laughs> but but but, mm-hmm. but um um you know so so i think it's a good opportunity there and i think that's what i wanted to you know um explore because mm-hmm. the, the 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 author really talks about how you're supposed to focus on mm. like your partner and essentially read your partner and see what really excites them and mm-hmm. i think what was interesting at least for me reading it was uh a great insight is to seeing how they love and you pointed this out too like how they show love and it's like mm-hmm. how they show love um is typically how instinctively they want to be loved and mm-hmm. you kind of have to just make that adjustment and meet them where they're at and and then mm-hmm. you know and it's something that i'm like you know kind of taking away now like just really sitting with it understanding that you know maybe if there's whether it's good relationships relationships that are failed or not failed you know and when you think about you know you reflect on on, on the part that you played um, I think it's 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 a really interesting point, you know, um, mm. when you think about it, not just from how you feel, but how you can serve the other person and then start recognizing that this is how they are showing it to you. And mm-hmm. this is how you might they might like to receive it if you could, mm-hmm. you know, give it to them in the same way. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. And um, but I'm curious, then what about you, like in terms of maybe ex relationships, um, you know, previous relationships and things like that? Um, Anything, you know, like were there any challenges with like, identifying what your partner's love language was you know especially like you know i think you said you went to that seminar during a relationship was that part of what triggered it did you learn something very very new and different after after kind of attending that that seminar yeah so 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 the other side of this that i think is missing which was which i learned separately was it's this thing called bids for support and it's a key component of any relationship where and this is what we meant say where you give me stuff without me asking um, yeah. So it's it's that random moment where, for example, you're watching TV and you're stretching for the remote, and your, your partner just passes the remote to you mm-hmm. without you saying anything. Right. So those pieces of the relationship are the other side of love languages mm-hmm. that isn't spoken as much about mm-hmm. the unspoken part of your relationship where you just get what someone is trying to do right. without what they've said. Right. And in previous relationships, I found that it's. It's not that easy to communicate that. And again, mm. if you are one of those people that sees quotes up and down, it's essentially that thing where people say, you know what, it's easier to find someone who's like you so you don't have to explain, spend a lifetime explaining your soul. Right. Because really, like, especially, and it shows off in things like language or your mm. mannerisms and things mm. like that. Like, if they are not picking up your mannerisms quickly, right, it ends up over time becoming a strain or religion because you have to almost, like, explain Every step, like right. in, at the beginning, it's okay because you don't know me. Right. But after you've done it for three, four years, people start to say, okay, you should know. Right. Which, by the way, I don't subscribe to. And I'm going to, again, even though it's counterintuitive, <laughs> right. I don't subscribe to. Right. But the primary thing is if your partner's bid for support is going unnoticed regularly, right. even if you are paying attention to their love languages and you know what they are, right. if you're not paying attention to their bids for support, it's mm-hmm. a waste. So right. that is now the second layer on top right. of knowing their love language that right. was a challenge. And I found that to be a thing. Keep in mind, of course, the long-term relationships I think about even when I talk about these kinds of topics, there was one partner I had, amazing at love language thing, amazing at the things she wanted, letting me know this kind of thing. But primary challenge at the time was pretty much that bid for support piece. It's like, you, you know 
I'm not going to like certain things, but you're going to do it anyways. Mm. It's like, right, right, right. Where we, which is which is kind of like a disregard, right? And it's like probably the opposite of an act of service. But I, I think I want to push you on there because, like, especially because of the conversations I've had, like, just in terms of regarding this 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 uh, episode, um, like, so the first thing is the 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 author, Dr. Chapman, basically talks about how, like, he started doing it from counseling, right? So that bit for support is part of, like, I think, you know, because when, when, when they talk about the book, right, they say, the, when they talk about love languages, it's really about observing what your partner needs and understanding the language, like, the language that they have. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it helps you understand your language because now you need them to give you that. But the book, and apparently they spent most of the time in the book explaining about how, this is how to identify your partner's love language. So mm-hmm. when you talk about a bit of support, I would assume that like, you know, if you understand the other key core love languages and some mm-hmm. of that is changing, and that's the reason why I asked this question, like, and some of that is changing. Like if, if they're observing you and l- observing how you like to be loved and engaged with, like mm-hmm. that's that bit of support is something that like, you know, or, you know, whatever the case may be, like mm-hmm. it's something that they should be paying attention to. Right. So I was talking to one of the other, um, you know, I guess, uh, uh, guests I have on this episode and yeah. she's married and she was saying that, like, typically in her previous relationships, she typically ended up with people that had the same love language as her. Right. But mm. she ended up marrying somebody who didn't have the same love language as her. So was it a love language that like kind of, you know, this thing was that without like a thing that, that just kept going on or was that something, a hump that you were able to get over? Yeah. It's, so, I mean, I, I try not to talk about previous things because, you know, it's always a lesson that you move on. Right. Respect. At the time, I think I think the the primary challenge at the time was one. I didn't have enough information, um, and I knew something was wrong. Right. Right. And there are moments where you know something is wrong, but you still don't know how to fix it. Because if you right. know how to fix it, you wouldn't even be in this situation in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so the more you would run into the scenario of, okay, here are the things I need from you. One, two, three. It becomes mechanical, at some mm. point, because you're like. I need this, this, and this. I know it doesn't come naturally to you. And, you know, I'm changing, you're changing, whatever. But it still needs to come from a place of, I care about you, so I'm doing it. As opposed to, right. I'm with you, so I'm doing it. Right. So I like an obligation. Right, yes. right. 100%. So the moment you reduce love language to, Shebi, that's what you want now. Here it is. <laughs> you you, know I love, I love. <laughs> you get, so the moment it becomes that, you're like, ah, oh, great. Oh so, man, that's so, that's that's. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> it's, it's it's perfect because you capture the feeling exactly, right? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So once once you get to that, it's just like, like yes, this is what I want, but like really, like not like this, <laughs> not like. So this. now it's not. I longer. want you to want to do this. You know what I mean? Because you care about me. Uh, <laughs> Oh, but man. understood I'll, I'll let's leave it alone bro. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah exactly so is when it comes to that you're just like bro all right all right thanks yeah. i guess <laughs> um so the article talks about um this thing called love maps right yeah by uh dr Ann. Dr. Gottman and their their okay. their your uh, husband and wife who basically came up with this study and they were suggesting that love languages are essentially about getting to know each other which based on their model they have their own model as well right and um was and it's based on seven levels right so they're saying that it's the base level of seven levels basically this whole mm-hmm. love language thing right and 
um, it's essentially about getting to know each other. And they felt like other things come into play. Or And I'm wondering, do you feel like everything can essentially be captured in that five love languages? Or do you feel like there is more, right? Like, do- I, I, no, go ahead. Yeah, so let me let me just read the quote and then we'll, we'll yeah. get into it, right? Um, just to you know, jig your memory. Um, yeah. If there's any room at all for the concept of love languages inside the Gottman's theory, it's here at the base level. That's about knowing who is this person and knowing them really well. Um, learning your partner's love languages, that is paying attention to what gestures of affection he or she appreciates and responding accordingly could be done, um, could be one small part. Only after the foundation is laid, Gottman noted, can couples move on to building the next six levels of the house, which is their model, um, which includes things such as developing the habit of affirming a partner's bids for your attention, which I think already kind of falls into like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but, but um, anyway, and learning how to effectively manage conflict. That was interesting. The conflict part. What, what did you think about, you know, is that is uh, love languages kind of the full range or do you think that there's there's more that that um, that needs to happen. It will always fall into one of the categories, right? Mm. Um, I think in a sense, I get what they did because I think they're just further breaking it down just so that it's not misconstrued because it's already being misconstrued. But I feel like right. it can all really fall into those love languages. Mm. Um, in terms of conflict and managing conflict, mm, I'm, I'm curious, actually. I'm curious, to, I'm curious to understand their own model too. I want right. I would love to dig into it and understand mm-hmm in what sense um but i know that for us for conflict management when i think i'm just trying to think conflict management and love languages just try and trying to like have them in the same space and trying to see Mm -hmm. how they would even exist with each other right i guess when you're when when things aren't fine when things aren't going well it's Mm -hmm. tough to love somebody in any love language first of all right Right. And, and, and is managing it an act of service or because like it could be right because like somebody has to bite the bullet. You yeah, know what I mean, somebody kind of has to, you know, depending on the level of offense or feeling of offense or, or perception mm-hmm. of offense on uh, one person kind of has to take that thing and, you know, and, and kind of bring things a little bit closer. And then the other person kind of responds to that because they know. Yeah you know, they understand what's happening. Right. So I, that, that's kind of like the closest thing I could think of, but mm-hmm. I think, I think, you know, for me anyway, like when, when I, I read that, I was just like, um, I agree with you. I feel like I need to hear and learn and read more. Yeah. Right? And, I, and I try to, and the, everything's, you know, they, this, this block by paper. It's, it's going, yeah. Take this first course, <laughs> take this second course. And I was like, Fine, yeah, I know. I'm not, I'm not trying to do all of that. But, um, well, what I found is just like, yeah, that's interesting because, but, by the end of the day, the love languages are just like they are languages, right? It's like it's yeah. how you're speaking to each other in your love. So I think it it assumes that um you are in a loving relationship. You want to build on that love and make sure the other person actually feels it. Like so it's like yeah. there's enough trust and love here for us to be wanted to be together. But the issue here is not we're we're not like on the edge or on the ropes and you know, maybe we need to go mm-hmm. really have therapy. But <laughs> like real therapy, work through our separate yeah. issues and work through our issues together. Like, and yeah. you know, whatever the case may be, it seems like here, yeah, like, you know, we have love for each other, but like we both are trying to give it, but it's not being received, right? Like that's a totally mm-hmm. different conversation from, you know, there are a lot of other issues that are going on in the relationship, different directions, yeah. different values, different priorities. I don't think love languages are going to answer that aspect of things. You know what I mean? I think it's, I think they will. Talk to me about that. I think they will. So 
and and I get I completely get what you're saying when when you say that there's so many things that are like I don't want to mm. say bigger than that, but I want you to give me an example of one of the issues. You know, like like we think about so many things, and it's like <clears throat> many things could happen, right? Okay. Yeah, so, I'll let so, you give me an idea. Just yeah, anything. yeah. So so like, I mean, let me think. Like so, if let's say uh, you know you know two people love each other, but like they're in different directions, right? And like yeah. And let's say this person has these kind of values and the other person okay. has these other kind of values. And, okay. um, you know, and it's not meshing. And it's not meshing in the sense that, like, um, uh, I don't respect your values. It's just that, like, that, you know, I believe in this. And as I continue to chase this or go for this, I it kind of, you, you, yeah, you don't like it. And then vice okay, versa. Okay, I agree with you. You know, yeah, you, you okay. know what I'm saying? Like, so, because like, it's, it's just like little, little things where, because like, it's that, there could be other like toxic things, you know, because <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of other things, right? Like, you know, it's just like, I don't know, like, you know, it's like if, if it's an abusive relationship, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, that person, you know, it's not about communicating love is almost about power you know what i'm saying yeah and like no and, i know and, and, and the the and the issue that the person who's abusing has within themselves that they've not you know resolved Untapped. you know yeah. what i'm saying so now it's just like oh you know if you're the person if the person getting abused what are they going to be trying to quote unquote trying to show love like right that's you know what i'm saying so i don't so i went that's kind of what my takeaway was right but again i mm-hmm. don't know enough of this this is just from reading an article and a couple of videos yeah <laughs> no but i see where you're going with it because when i when i read it i didn't even think that far into it i was just like mm, i feel like even when things are bad um loving people how they wish will always help mm. even in times where it what's happening is completely unrelated to Mm. knowing each other's love languages or right. um the fights don't always have to be about the love languages for the long, love languages to fix it you know um i could be going through depression really on point. my own and it has right. nothing to do with you or how you love me but you constantly loving me how i need to be loved will help me in that sp- specific time of my life right sure. so i think i was looking at it more in that sense mm. um but when you really dive into it i see what you mean because even in that example i just gave it's not going to take me out of my depression you know, right. like I would still it might need not to, be enough. Right. Yeah. I, I would still need to take other steps to fix the problem, but it, it can sustain the relationship, right. you know? So 100%. it's this thing where I'm like, mm, the relationship can keep going, but it's not, it's not always healthy to do that mm. too. Right. And I think that's another reason why okay. having the same love language as a person doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work because mm. there's other factors outside of your love languages that come into play too right Right. like a person can love you and your love languages and cheat on you every other day and it just it just breeds toxicity more than anything and that's another perfect thing when i think back in my past relationships it's easier to stay when they love you how you need to be loved Mm. versus when they're not even loving you how you want to be loved it's very easy to leave you know like you know what Right. That's how they compensate, right? Like they compensate on that part and then like you can make exactly so I, I can see it on I can see it both ways. I'm curious about their course. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll look at it. I'm not paying for it, but <laughs> right. I'm not paying a dollar right. for it. Maybe I'll look at it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's go. We'll check out the price. Um, yeah. I'll put the link in there for anybody who's interested in diving a little deeper and, and you know, And if you us. pay for it, just call me. We'll talk yeah, about yeah, exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> smart. Very smart. So, my question to you, really, just with all of that in the back of your mind, really is: yeah. Are the five love languages enough? Or do you subscribe to what the Gottmans are saying, where it's like there's a bunch of other layers that come into play in terms of really 
you know, communicating love, you know, mm-hmm. sharing love and really satisfying yeah. those needs in a relationship. Oh, oh by far. Um, I think, I think knowing that one, knowing your love language is like bare minimum. Like you've not done anything. Lee, I know your love language. Great. <laughs> like, you get like you brush your teeth ah, it's like <laughs> let's celebrate you you know what i mean so <laughs> like if you don't like don't get me wrong if you don't know it you know what you start somewhere right but if you know it cool like bare minimum like let's not be putting the bar on the ground like it's <laughs> it's so terrible but because as you said already when you're living with another person or at least if you plan to live with them how do you want to coexist that is a thing, right? And obviously there's conflict management in some way, but even just coexisting. How does this person like to live? If someone is extremely clean, OCD level clean, I'm not talking about, oh, I don't like my books in one corner OCD. No, 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 no. I'm talking people who will compulsively vacuum five times a day. Mm. Can you handle that? Right. Regardless of anything else, can you handle Somebody likes to sleep in the dark. You like to sleep in the sunshine. For example, I'm a plant. Like every time I'm dating someone, I'm like, look, listen, my windows are always open wide open not just open not like a crack not a sliver yeah man wide open i feel like every guy has this problem yeah you know what I'm and then you know yeah this is someone who wants to be a vampire and just like <laughs> we are children of the lights <laughs> you know so those kinds of things how do you negotiate that like even conflict management is one thing but even negotiating whatever you want to do as a group okay we're going to live here okay this is the socioeconomic standard we're going to have i want to have this kind of money this person's ambition level is somewhere else mm. all those different things you have to negotiate. You can even survive if you have clashing or even compatible love language. You can survive because mm. that one is bare minimum. Mm. But if you cannot even talk to yourselves when you're fighting, if someone argues terribly mm. when you are fighting, mm-hmm. that is a problem because they can't even respect you at your worst. Right. And it's at those moments that, you know, shit is the fan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times the opportunities you miss because you are fighting you don't see it, but the opportunity cost is gone, right? right? Like you're fighting your partner. You want to make a decision about the house. You've lost that house. You're like, well, we'll find another one. Sure. But now the value of that house, if you're in Toronto market, go up another two. It's gone. And, you know it's now, and it's now your fault. And now it's your fault. <laughs> and you're forever going to hear how that house you get. So now you have right. added new fight on top. As opposed mm-hmm. to if you had just found a way, okay, I'm not speaking to you right now, but that house, we can't lose it though. I right. will fight this fight tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But cool. There's this um, TV show I was watching on uh, Apple TV. Um, it's called Truth Be Told. And mm-hmm. the relationship in it um, between uh, Octavia and I can't remember the guy's name. Oh, I believe Octavia Spence is her name. Mm-hmm. But between yeah, no, her, yeah. and her and her husband in that show, you. That was, to me, goals. Because they were always as goals. Like, you need to understand, like, literally, there was a day she came back from whatever and she was, like, giving him attitude. And he's like, what's going on? What's going on? And she's ignoring him. He's like, like, are you trying to fight me? Like, yes, I want to fight. Yes. <laughs> like, let's be clear on what we're doing. Not like, oh, no, nothing is wrong. No, no, no. I want to fight right. you. Fight me. Right. Like, or we can't do this, or we're going to let this slide. We're going to let that slide. Like, let's know where the line is. And we're all clear mm-hmm. on where the line is. Mm-hmm. Don't do this one. If you do this one, we, we're not going to have that. But anything else, I'll be salty today. I'll deal with it tomorrow. Or, right. you know, things like that. So, love language, you're just starting. You have just entered the race. You have just signed up for the race. Okay, so would, would you say if I push back and said, hey, well, yeah. you know, if let's say we're fighting and, mm-hmm. you know, and then we are going to handle the conflict in a certain way, could that fall under acts of service? It, it could, but not really. Not really, because if you're fighting, you can't, like, why are you because going like to the give act of service, The act yeah. of service is 
biting the bullet and trying to make up or not escalate it is basically what i'm 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 implying yeah i don't sure. know if it's a reach or not but like you know that's kind of like yeah i understand i understand yeah you're trying to reach for it it's sure but the other side too is <laughs> the other side too is if you were to replace that love language with any others would it work like can you touch your way out of a fight? I guess you could. <laughs> you could. Can you? <laughs> yeah, you could. You know, lost, can you, but that's different. <laughs> you know, like, can, you, can you toast your way out of a fight? I guess you could. Right. Can you gift your way out of a fight? So yes, maybe like if we stretch it enough and we find that all the love languages are interchangeable enough, like can you quality your time, quality time away from a fight? Like I'm angry with you, so I'm just going to sit in your face. I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna go. <laughs> no, that's so, that, that's that's absolutely fair. I think I, I think for me, it's a, it it raises an interesting question, right? And 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 I, and I feel like um, the love languages are a way to communicate, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. And it's really just about communicating in the most ideal of circumstances, for the most part. Like like if you guys have real love for each other, yeah. this is and there are issues still. This is where this is probably where it is the communication aspect. But if there isn't real love and there's resentment, and then there's pettiness, and then there's all these toxic other things in the background, then yeah, maybe you have a little bit more to work on than just love languages, my Would G. You, like, like yeah. take some time and figure out if this is the situation <laughs> you want to be. <laughs> you, you know what you I know, mean? That, and that's one of the key things I, I started to realize um, as I'm getting older. And I'm starting to see the value. And, you know, initially when I was younger, I was like, if you're not happy, end the relationship, end the marriage, everybody go and do their thing. Mm. But as you get older, you start to see the other side to why people stay in. And I'm, I know you can't see this as you're listening to this. Air quotes. Air quotes unhappy marriages or unhappy right. relationships. I start to see why people say, because it's not just the, I am not happy currently, so I'm out. Mm. There are other reasons people stay in there. Because, right. for example, this person may get how... I, you know, deal with whatever the scenario or any of my other traumas or whatever. Now, again, mm. I'm not saying that there's that's, abuse that's that you condone. Point. No, no, no. Abuse it is never condonable or right, money right. or whatever, any of that. Or those, but if those things don't exist. And yeah, just but it could simple, be previous traumas that you've exactly. not shared with anybody what and just you? your partner because you got into that point. No, no, no. Exactly. 100% get what you're saying. So, right? Sorry, continue. Exactly. So things like that or like even people and how they keep your secrets. We're like, for example, we've been fighting for months and only you and I knew. Mm. and someone is like oh you're unhappy That's yes true. i am unhappy but this person knows how to keep secrets they like they're still strong in all these other areas that in a different relationship where i'm happy this person may not have mm. um you mm. know this person knows how to fight properly we are not happy now but in the happier times at least all the bad goes that was happening when we're fighting did not leak right whereas right. someone else you are happy with but any small wala like this everybody's gonna know Right. And all, now you have to pacify everybody friends. when you are done fighting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so those kinds of right. things start to matter even right. more than I'm not happy right now. Mm. I'll, don't worry. Happiness will still come later because it's right. an emotion. It changes and goes. So right. as you get older, I start to see what's more, you know, that stability piece starts to become, you know, that actually yeah. makes sense. Some security yeah. makes some sense. Things like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's a really interesting one. You know, just even for me, like, I think, you know, for me, it always has to be healthy. And mm. if there are challenges, that's like you said, it's it's that's normal. It's part of the mm. process, especially in long-term relationship. But the, that that can't be permanent. You mm. know what I mean? Like you can't because sometimes, like you know, there's a level of self-betrayal that's happening for one person or the other. Whereas, right. like you know, like you speak to your example of like, oh, you know, there's this thing that this person does, and like it irks me. You know, and I'm trying to, you know, maybe your act of service is trying to tolerate it, but it's just like, it pisses <laughs> you off every fucking time. You know what I mean? Like mm. at some point, 
you gotta look you have to look out for yourself right because it's gonna because for me personally i just feel like if you're not at peace within the relationship you know like there can be tension but if you're not in the relationship at some you know as as a steady state like Mm -hmm. you're it's going to break out in some way it's always going to break out in some other toxic way you know because now you've been carrying this whole thing by yourself for maybe five months now when you're an asshole about this well i've tolerated (laughs) this shit for five months you can tolerate me being an asshole just today that's like fuck you i didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) you know you know that in itself is actually a problem and that's something i've discovered like if you are tolerating things and it's not in the open you are you're actually causing more of the problem and person is doing something yeah because you knew that you didn't like it and you kept quiet exactly Exactly. If it was, you don't like it, then you said something and this person is still doing it. Now, this is a different issue. Right, right. You kept quiet. So this person is like, I mean, you're fine. You've not said anything, so it's cool. Exactly. And that's the thing. For me, I always say this. <laughs> like, um, People, like, like everybody, people try to sweep things under the rug, right? And I, mm-hmm. I actually disagree with that wholeheartedly. If you sweep things under the rug, eventually you're going to trip over it, right? Like, yep. that's just what's going to happen. It just piles up and eventually it's big enough for it to cause somebody to fucking injure themselves or yep. fall out of love in a relationship. I guess we're using this analogy. Um, but, but yeah, that, 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 <laughs> that's, that's kind of like, you know, that's kind of where, where, where I'm at with it. But I think also it was a good thing to kind of, you know, I, I like the idea of the love languages, but I also want to test it against something else. Right. But I am not yeah. a love researcher as these people yeah. are. <laughs> so I it was mean, good to have that, that information. It was good to have you that, too. Yeah. Cause like, you know, you've actually been to the freaking seminar. I can't believe it. I'm still like shook. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Yo, I've invested in relationships more than I, I I'm comfortable to admit. Yo, but props like, to you still, man. Like yeah, that's that's yeah. a big deal. That like that's yeah. honestly it's a big deal because you know I, I it it really shows a certain step. You know, I don't know what the situation in the relationship was, but like just going in there and trying to in, you know inform yourself because yeah. I think as men for the most part, like you know, we don't, we don't really always have the words or the language or, or the access to emotions, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like, you know, to help really manage relationships in the right way. And I don't think enough is really said about that or, or is acknowledged, you know, and I don't, I wouldn't blame it on anything else. Yeah. Maybe it's the patriarchy or whatever the case may be. You know, I was saying to one of the other hosts that like, you know, um, you know, being emotional for men actually has significant consequences compared to women you know what i mean mm-hmm. and and it's it's a real thing like you know we can't just you know you want people want our men to be just be vulnerable all the time it's like nah man like that's a heavy <laughs> fucking price to pay like i'm only yeah. gonna pay that with somebody i trust right and mm-hmm. you know it's 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 normal it's human and we've seen it used against men you know like a thousand that. times so you know mm-hmm. not to you know be a <laughs> meninist <Yeah. laughs> but but, yeah. I, but i think i think it's just an important thing to to consider and like you know at least put Put out there just so that people understand that like you know i'm not saying any toxic thing that's men you know are doing is good you know but i think it's important to understand like there are consequences for us in a way that like we don't like to admit mm-hmm. you know yeah. so i mean just to tie that off i fully admit that guys should do a better job of finding the range to explore and express their own emotions um i've done it it's worked quite well for me um right. And you know, it's a superpower, low key, man. I'm yeah. like, like, bro, you know, like, like if you if you if you express yourself, you know, like you know, women, women love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so so there's that. I mean, there's that, of course, great for your partner because then they, they know how to meet you where you are. Right. Um. The other side too is also the the value you get out of the less conflict you have, the less stress, 
the yeah. more you are able to release things from your own psyche because you're like, here are one, two, three things I need. If you do one, two, three in this particular way, of course, again, it, it can be used against you mechanically. But <laughs> but if you are clear as to these, these are the things I need from you, these are, right. you know, whatever, it makes the relationship that much easier. Right. Um, you know, like it gets to a point where people start to ask you like, okay, what are you doing differently? You know, mm. like it starts to show, even your friends see it, whoever you're with sees it. And then, you know, hopefully you get to a point where someone asks you a question, which by the way is the most mind-blowing thing I've ever I've been asked before was so don't you ever fight and i was like i do like literally i argued with you yesterday but you didn't realize it was an argument because i told you what i needed and i was clear as to what it was and if you did not do it the consequences would happen so in your mind you saw that as not a fight but that is really what arguing is about right. i need Success. this from you you know exactly <laughs> i need this from you can you do it okay this is the negotiation the end that is technically what an argument should be as right. opposed to I want this. You are yelling at me what you want, and I'm yelling back at you what I want. That's really the same That's, thing we've had. That's an right, right. So right. That's just a better such way. a great point. I'm surprised words of affirmation are not like one of the things for you because, like, yeah, because it sounds like you kind of need that verbal, you know, thing yeah. like when when you're dealing with people. I I do. The the only thing is in my relationships once I've negotiated what I want, is now <laughs> show me your action. Like you, I've told you what yeah, I need. I, what I need okay. one, two, three. If you, you are, if you are telling me you like me, I mean, sure, I believe you. Right. I believe you, but I want to see it. Right. Show well, me. What, what about like the word, like somebody using words to kind of being, showing you that they actually are doing the work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's some things that like let you, that give you insight into how the person mm. is thinking. Does that ever mm -hmm. show for you? I'm just curious. This is not. It does. Yeah, yeah. No, it does. It does. Like I, so I'll tell you the part of the reason why I say because like it, have it you eaten is actually a pretty good example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, like exactly. That's exactly it. So my, uh, my thing, even with even with people that I've talked to in the past or people I've dated, like I remember one girl I asked, I was like, "Hey, are you single?" She's like, "Yes." Cool. You're gonna deal with me. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, and so that verbal showing up is for me again bare minimum. Like mm -hmm. you verbally consented to whatever it is we're doing. Oh, hey, I'm interested in you. Are you interested? I don't know, but we'll see. I right, cool. Like that to me is all I need of affirmation because you said you were gonna be there. Mm. You showed up as we discussed. Right. The remaining nice, you know, how we relate with each other. Oh, Tolu, I like you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. No, you can like me. I'm easy to like. I know. Don't worry. <laughs> I know I'm easy to like. But now can you show up consistently? Is right. is my thing more than you told me you like me because if you tell me you like me, you can't show up consistently. That's a problem, mm. right? Like, it's more of a problem than you telling me regularly you like me, you care about me. No, so I, I, I would, I would pose word of affirmation more as like they see you. I care about you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it's not even like I care about you. It's like I see, I see you. So like, like you know when like mm. you're doing a thing and like you let's say you've been working your ass mm. off, right? Like yeah. you know working on this thing and everything, and she knows she's not being able to spend time with you and stuff like that. Yeah. And then she comes in and just says, you know, like. You know, hey, you know, hey, babe, like you, I, I know I you've been it. this thing. I know this is something that like means a lot to you, yep. and you know, and, and I just want to let you know, like, yo, you've been, you've been doing a mm. great job, or mm. like, I just seen, you know, I, I heard a little bit of your meeting, da da da, da and like, you know, it just, you, you know, you sounded good, you sounded that, you, you know, that kind of stuff, like, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. So it's more about yeah. like not necessarily telling you the things that like, things oh yeah, like, you, but like yeah, more yeah. like I'm paying attention, Actually, and then mm. now these words are affirming, affirming that like, your, your action, yeah, yeah. So, so. Even, even, even literally in the way you've described it, right? Like in my own mind, literally all mm -hmm. that person is doing as my mind understands and interprets it is literally just saying, and that's what I like, even when I said it, it's like, 
Right. What is what it means in my head is different from how it sounds. Right. But literally, even the way what you just said just means to me, and all I've heard is in my mind is I saw that you are, you were alive. <laughs> and honestly, great job. That's literally all my mind had registered. So it's kind of right. It's right. It's, it, that's exactly what it's like, I right, cool. Like, all right, you noticed I was there. <laughs> Dope. Well done. This is what I do on a daily. I love it. Thanks. On to the next thing. Because if you had instead been like, okay, Tolu. You did great. We're going to wherever because now you want to spend time with me. Now, right. now, like, ah, yeah, yeah or, okay. Or now you, you know did, that I was working. Right, you know right. Or you did, you did great. What have you eaten? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I thought today's a good day for pizza, or like, this, I thought today was a good right. day for ramen. Right. I know you like these kinds of things. After I made right. you part of it, yeah. Right. All right, let's go. <laughs> but if you like, you told me, oh, you've been great. You know, right, man. Right. The way you handled that meat was amazing. I'm like, I know. I mean, it's what I do. It's what I do. It's what I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm I'm so happy. I'm, I'm so happy you said that. Yeah, um yeah. but that's 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 a great point. Um that's the only one that I don't know if uh the five love love languages cover um mm. managing conflict. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't know if that means words of point. affirmation or if that's like something completely different. I think mm. managing conflict is a lot more dynamic and it's a Absolutely. really huge thing in terms of how to maintain any kind of relationship, especially, mm-hmm. um, you know, a romantic one. So um, I guess what my question to you was, was like when you read this piece, did that change how you see the love languages? Did it now feel a little bit limited or do you think that like, um um and to, to the Gutman's point that like um Gutman's are they're they're a couple by the way so mm-hmm. it's, uh, i can't remember their names but like yeah um they're they're both doctors and they've basically been doing this research for you know longer than we've been alive probably so um mm-hmm. so so um i was just curious what you thought about that piece though that that excerpt in the, in, in the in the article do you feel like the Gutman's principle might speak to something a little bit more or do you feel like the um love language um i guess uh uh, framework um, works a little bit better? So that's a great question. I think that the love language, um, love languages are really just a framework in a larger framework of what love is. I really do. I don't think that we can define love and how to show love based on these five different um, like overarching themes. Does that make right. sense? Right. So yes, I do believe that um, love languages are limited, right? Because somebody can show you these love languages, but they might be horrible at conflict resolution, right? And right. not good for your mental health. So right. these love languages don't equate to having a great relationship or mm. having a relationship that doesn't have any issues. Mm. I just think that it's it it's... I think love languages can be the deciding factor of how long you stay with a person, right? right. Because, you know, at, over time, like you you need these little, little tiny things to really keep that bond. But I don't believe that they are, they're part of the foundation, but they're not the whole foundation for a relationship. Um, so yes, I think when I was reading the article, I, I really agreed with most of the things, if not everything that was said. Mm-hmm. And I think that was... I don't think about it too hard the way the article like broke it down. But if I were to think about it, I think this is how I would think about it. Right. As Mm -hmm. like the, the love languages are, that's what they are. They're really a framework, but you have to, there are other, 
you know, critical points in your relationship that also have to be addressed. And really and truly, the the love languages aren't going to come off as significant if those other, you know, paths or roadmaps are not tended to, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that was my thought, you know, while um reading the article. And I think more people need to look at that. And sometimes I ask myself, I'm like, because some people will end a relationship because their partner isn't able to give them their love language. Right. And I'm like, but if your partner also, um, like the fundamental things in a relationship are being met, can you allow more patience mm. um, as they learn your love language? Because right. um, for some people, you might like physical touch, but your partner just like, it's not part of them to want to be touchy does that make right. sense right um so i i mean i don't want to go down a rabbit hole but in situations right. like that i just think it can be very very complicated right and you cannot just dumb that down into like a love language if that right. makes any sense right right and um and you know maybe to your point like it, it speaks more to how they're set up you know maybe their experiences with trauma which i think the government's yeah. point to that and right. you know um and you know and whether or not they are actually trying to make an effort or this seems like too much of a real tax for them. So I, right. I think I think that's a that's a really interesting point. Would that be your big takeaway from from the episode? Just kind of what you went through right now, or is there something else that kind of like could underline um, your your big takeaway and maybe what you think people should really pull from? Maybe that article, what you pull from that article, and mm-hmm. uh, the the video. Yeah, that's a, a good question. I think what I pulled from like the article and the video is just like. <laughs> Once again, attuning to the fact that love can be very complicated. Mm. And although we try to, well, okay, let me be honest. I don't think love is complicated. I think human beings are complicated. And we have all these different like measuring sticks, like with the love language framework. And then like the article talking about the framework, but like all these other different paths. And again, for me, it was just kind of recognizing that people are complicated And love is something that you have to, if you choose to love someone, if you are emotionally ready, love is something that you have to commit to and be dedicated to because um, it's a choice every day. Does that make sense? It really and truly is a choice and it's something that you have to choose and it's something that you have to be patient with because people will definitely push your buttons and you will not receive (laughs) the love languages that are being talked about because it's very easy to be like, oh yeah, these are the love languages, just learn it and then do it. Does that make sense? Right. But, you know, like we kind of alluded to in the past, um, if I didn't grow up hearing words of affirmation and you tell me that your love language are words of affirmation, like you might get a compliment from me once a month and I think I'm doing something, right? Right. And like, I'm not necessarily doing that, but that does not mean that I don't love you. So I think it made me realize that it's not just about like, okay, these are my expectations in love. You should give it to me, but also appreciating the way people feel comfortable showing that love. Mm -hmm. 
and being right. able to accept it for what it is. Right. So that's just like my little two cents of like really what I got from the article and the video and also just me thinking about it a little bit harder. Right. From your experience. And, and, yeah. you meant, and she meant two takes, by the way. Those are, those yeah. are her two takes. From, from, <laughs> those from are my two that. takes. No, my two cents. Right. Those are my um, two takes. Right. You know, I mean, amazing. As, as Adikuni Goat says, um, love is not enough, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just being stupid today, guys. Um, uh, forgive you have me. to put that clip. You have to put that. You have to put that clip in there. I will. I will. I will. <laughs> um, but um, Jimmy, thank you so much for taking the time. This has been, you know, amazing, fun as always. And thanks for dropping the gems. You know, I'm, 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 I'm bummed that it's already ended. But you know, thank you for taking know, the time. Uh, I know. I thank uh, you for having me. It's always uh, happy, a pleasure. Always and uh, happy Valentine's Day. Back at you, bro. <laughs> Um, okay, so you know, thank you've been great. Thanks for sharing yeah. and, and you know, and just kind of giving you know really good feedback. Uh, but like the right. big thing is, um, the last thing I want to ask you is, um, what was your big takeaway from you know the article, the video? Um, what was you know, I, I mean, you probably we already probably touched on it, but what, yeah. what do you want to like what what has left? What is what are you going to leave with? You know, um, I'm sure I'm not going to use the right words that they used in the in the video, I think it was talked about in the book as well. But what actually was the biggest thing for me was um, how they say it's like pouring into your cup, you know, like, mm. yeah, I think that's, that's fantastic because as soon as I saw it, I tried to relate it to my, to problems that I've had in my own relationship. And I'm like, you know what, if we asked each other more often, mm. what's your cup like right now? Like, is it full? Is it empty? Do you feel like I'm not giving you enough? Mm. You could really avoid hitting rock bottom where you have that big fight about mm. if you don't, I, I just don't feel like you love me, you know? Right. So having that conversation of like, I have a friend who actually asks her partner, like, how can I love you today? And I'm like, that's amazing. First of mm. all, um, it sounds like such a deep question, but it's almost the same thing, you know, like, it is. Am, I, yeah. am I loving you how you want to be loved? Mm. Like this past month, have you felt loved? Have you not mm. felt loved? Mm. It brings up a conversation instead of waiting till you get to that point where you keep thinking that you're doing the right things. And then you get to a point where it's like, yeah, I can't do this anymore because you're not loving me how I want to be loved. Right. I almost, it almost just keeps you in, in check constantly. Mm. So that was my biggest takeaway take and something that I 100% will implement. Um, I just have to figure out how <laughs> I just have to figure out how I can actually check in because I think checking in is something we do, but not in that way, but mm. just kind of asking, like, have I, have I even loved you how you wish to be loved in the last week? Like, what have I mm. even done for you this week that makes you feel, or what would you even want me to do more? You know, mm. um, I think we get so caught up sometimes thinking that relationships are supposed to just happen and right. we're supposed to just know what the other person wants, but a lot of it is actually really asking. It makes it easier for both of you. Right. Um, it reduces conflict. Um, it just, I don't know, um, like the older I get and the longer this relationship <clears throat> I'm in becomes, you just start to realize that it's so much easier when you just ask each other what you need, like, yeah. or, or what, what, what's wrong, you know, mm, like mm -hmm. just <laughs> getting off that whole idea of things are just supposed to work. Like yeah. I should, I shouldn't have to say that I want this, you know, right, it's right. one thing when you say it a million times and they're not listening, but it's another mm -hmm. thing when you haven't said it or, they don't know that you need this or that you need this right now. Like mm -hmm. um, my partner, for example, when he's mad, he doesn't want to talk. Like if you ask him a question, right. he had this habit of just not answering. And I'm like, right. it's better that you just say, 
I cannot talk right now. Yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah, I won't was, ask you anything again. Right. That's actually such a big one. It was, it's, it's the same for me. Like I, I, you know, it's cause especially I've also learned that like if I'm upset and I say, you know, like I will not say good things and if you know, it doesn't have to be about you or anybody. Yeah. Right. So it's like, you know, just the idea of doing that, just like hold, you know, hold it together and then give some time. So what I actually figured out was like, not right now. Like, yeah. So that was my thing. Like, and then she's like, okay, got it. And like, yeah. that made me appreciate her so much more. You know what I mean? Because before it's like, it feels like you're getting nice. Like, I don't need, you know what I mean? So when yeah. you say yes, like, oh, no, no. And you're like, she's like, oh, okay, I see. Okay. And it's just like, there's an understanding there. And you're like, oh, she, like, you appreciate it. I need to add something to that though. And your girlfriend mm-hmm. will appreciate this. When you say not right now, mm-hmm. you should also answer the when question though. Because I think it's almost unfair. Not then. Not then. So, so because not like, then, but then, how long is this gonna go? Yeah. Like, so okay, okay. It's, it's I, I was, hard I, to that's, read the that's room fair. sometimes. That's yeah. 100, that's hundred percent fair. So okay. So how like I, I guess I've we've worked through it is mm-hmm. like I'll say not right now, but with a very clear intention of knowing because like you know we're close enough and we talk right, so yeah, we are gonna have the conversation, you know. Mm-hmm. But right now, like I just need I actually just need to not even think about it, and mm-hmm. I'm still gonna be thinking about it. So I just need to process whatever this is for a little bit longer and then i'll actually have the words because part of the frustration okay. is you're so upset and and you know the emotions are probably high but you can't even communicate the emotions even if you want right to. then 100%. so you know what i mean so like now it's like a double frustration of being asked about what's going on with you not being able to give an answer even if you wanted to and then mm-hmm. having to constantly think about it something you don't yeah. want to think about it's like a triple edged yeah. sword you know what I, mean? I get so, it so yeah. so basically like that was like a perfect hack because like okay now i can just kind of process it you understand mm-hmm. and like because you understand i feel more comfortable and trusting sharing it with you you know yeah yeah to be fair though if you tell me not right now mm-hmm. i'm just gonna i'm gonna leave you but i'm just gonna <laughs> leave you until you you let me know when you're ready that's, you that's know? fair that's fair well i mean but, but I some would people say, don't like that yeah but some i would people say don't like that it's like now fair. it becomes this thing of now I'm ignoring you. I'm not ignoring right, you. Right, right, just right, I'm right. giving you your space. No, but no, then how yeah. much space do you need? You know? Right, right, right. And so sometimes you just need to, like, it's a thing. You just need to be alone for a second, process your shit, and then you're going to come and out. Then, when, whenever you come out, whatever, you know, whether it's in a room, whatever, I don't know, whatever that space is. Because sometimes you actually do need that. I'm sure you also yeah, have that experience. 100%. Like, I need, I just need a second. Like, I don't, you know, you know, just I just need to sit down, process my thing, and then mm-hmm. kind of walk out you know walk out and then when you know and then you kind of because you guys would know each other so well you know like okay i think i think it's a little maybe now's a good time you know, checking yeah. in, and i won't even go into it straight straight up you know what i mean yeah you know, will just talk you know all Something that kind else. of stuff yeah and then it's just like you know so you know what you know what happened earlier and then it's just like yeah, yeah yeah exactly and then you know and it's just like yeah man it's crazy so it's like but it's like one the person has to you know like you have to be able to create that boundary for yourself so that like your partner can respect it and two yeah you have to actually trust your partner like enough to know that like because like that happened that's like i was tricky like the first couple of times right because you're like mm-hmm. when when am i gonna you know what i mean but yeah. now when you know that i'm gonna come and say it and i'm gonna open up and like it's you gonna kind be clear then yeah. it's like now there's enough trust between both of you whereas like i know you're gonna give me my space and i know you're gonna come and like you know talk so now yeah. even if you forget i can come tell um follow up and it's not gonna be an issue you know mm-hmm. so yeah but that's that's definitely a huge one man that's like yeah that's, yeah. A, that's, a, that's a problem right there man. so the last thing i have for you really is just mm-hmm. you know just from reading the article watching the video and obviously from your you know you actually being there and watching him speak you know what was your big takeaway from like all of this in terms of the five love languages yeah. and like you know kind of where they stand for you yeah so so the biggest thing was 
the concept of having a love tank. Mm. That was actually the path that that actually got me going because I was like, because sure, it's one thing that you're you doing, you know, love language thing. You're doing whatever. You're showing up. You're consistent. Yeah, is that thing of measuring their capacity for love? Mm. Because as you rightly said now, right? If someone tells me they care about me, cool. Like, sure, but like my tank requires something else. Right. And you've only, in my mind, put like one liter, even though you give me this other information. They've only put one liter. Right. Right. If you show up with food, now you put 10. So <laughs> that capacity is now different. So some people will have their right. own tank is, let's say, again, using this analogy, their own tank is 60 liters. Someone mm-hmm. else's is 50. Someone else is 20. So they burn right. to their own 20 faster. So you have to keep refilling it more. Right. Whereas someone else who has a bigger capacity and their own love tank feels full because you've loaded or front loaded the amount of love you need, right. you can now go maybe another week without doing anything. Someone else can go only one day. Someone can go only two days. Mm-hmm. So that piece from his piece which isn't as magnified in you know the article but from his conversation when he was speaking about it was you have to do the necessary to keep their love tank full Mm. and you always have to keep tabs on that love tank Mm. so that for example you know you are leaving for work but you know that access service i think so you're taking out the trash on the way to work right Right. again making it simple taking out trash and this person comes Mm. and notices you took out the trash okay now Mm. you you front loaded and you made a deposit Mm. on that love tank mm. by the time you come home you're like oh hey by the time you come home, oh i i thought this that, that, that i brought food for you so you wouldn't have to work mm. so it's an act of service it's a gift but it's an act of service because mm. you wouldn't have to then cook so i right. brought food ah right. now right. they're like oh this person cares about me because now mm. they feel loved and all this kind of thing. but mm. now if you ignore them for extended periods love tank is empty now they're emotionally bankrupt mm-hmm. and now you have to come do fight straight right you don't care about me you don't listen every mm. time i talk to you you're like, ah, ah. you get to those pieces that weren't as magnified in the article uh, were there, but you have to essentially do the needful to keep your partner's love tank full. And you have to know what that capacity is because if not, you will be the one saying your partner is clingy. It's not that they're clingy. Their own capacity is very small. And you have to know that you have to refill it regularly. Whereas someone else that can go two weeks, they've not spoken to you. It's not because they are broken. It's just their capacity is is, is wide. And you've done enough that they trust you, Mm. right? If you have a very Mm. secure partner, they trust you. Someone like, I'm not going to you for a week. But I know you still care, like, because last time when I call, you're going to show up. Right. Hey, mm. I need this. You come through. Mm. You're in a long distance relationship. Hey, uh, my birthday is whatever. Or you know what? I've been having a terrible week. Can you come through? Don't worry. Ticket booked. I'll see you next week. Mm. Those kinds of relationships are also very different. And that's why why as you move from person to person in whatever relationship you're in, you cannot now say, oh, my other partner was clinging. No, 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 no. Relax. That was their capacity. Right. You're now with someone that has a bigger capacity, deal accordingly. Right. Because if you start to struggle again, you yourself, your own capacity will not be stretched by someone else that has a bigger capacity than you. Right. And so you have to know that range as well and figure that out. So that was kind of the key thing that wasn't as mentioned here, but you have to keep that tank full as mm. much as you can and fill it up as regularly as you can. Mm. Beautifully said, man. Beautifully said. So Lou, you've been awesome. Just amazing. Um, thank you for taking the time as always. It, my guy. You know. Long time. Um, I did all right, man. <laughs> all right. Okay, one more thing. Before you leave, here's my final take on love languages. Um, Jackie asked me the question. I figured it was still relevant. So here it is. What was your biggest takeaway? Um, my biggest takeaway um, was I kind of understood the love language aspect of 
understanding yours and you know maybe looking out for your partners but like i think for me it just really reaffirmed that it just reaffirmed yeah. like how like you really need to pay attention and like you know and whether or not they've said specifically what this love language is to you you need to constantly be paying attention to that and honestly my big takeaway too was just like i've you know unlike him when he said that you have a primary love language i just felt like you know it, it kind of exists in every different and it, it kind of ebbs and flows you know what i mean so for me it's just like yeah just be more attentive and like that like that would reward your relationship in like truly real ways you know so you're talking about like yeah. where's your cup is it this or that right and it's just yeah. like so to me it was like I, you know that was something you know and actually when you said it again it reminded me actually so that mm -hmm. was a really, that's a really good takeaway um yeah and, and but for me it's just like i was like okay so if i keep this in mind and maybe i can just always do that i'm like they're gonna get they're gonna feel loved in all these different ways because between the way i like to express love and the way mm -hmm. she would like to receive love we are basically knocking everything out <laughs> you know something we're, we're yeah, basically knocking everything out yeah. so, so it's just kind of like why not just do that you know, someone I'm saying, and then like really go in on, and you know, situational, right? Like, like you said, some of it can ebb and flow. So it could be act of service, gift, and quality time all in one, you know, and you yeah. won't even really, and it's like, I'm not, when I'm doing it, I'm not thinking about it specifically. Now I'm doing You know what I mean? Thing, yeah. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not like that. It's just like, you know, this is going to feel good and you think this is a good idea. So, you, you know, you would love this. So you want to give this, give this out. So, yeah, so mm -hmm. it kind of just, um, oh, that's, that's kind of what I would say. I would say like, just thinking about it from that perspective and really mm -hmm. paying that attention, I think was my big get give away, get away, uh, take away because take before, away, yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, because, uh, because before I think it's just like, okay, figure out what they like, or, oh, you like this, just, just do this. I think it just kind of opened my mind up a little bit more. So yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of where, where, where I would say I, uh, I will leave it, you know? Right. Jackie, okay. thank you so much. Um, no, you're fun. welcome. This was so good that I, I'm jealous. I almost want to, you know what? I'm going to ask you something after this, but thank you okay. so much. <laughs> yeah, thank man, you so you've much been, you've been awesome. Okay, maybe not my best delivery, but essentially I'm saying I'll be paying more attention, which is essentially what the book is saying, right? How to identify your partner's five love languages. So if I'm paying more attention, I'm identifying those love languages and I'm able to determine if they are, you know, evolving or changing. Um, the next thing for me too would be to inquire. I think that speaks to the whole love tank aspect of things, trying to figure out where exactly they are at and how they, you know, want to be loved right now in that moment. Um, and consider everything because I think everything is subject to change as we evolve and grow and hit different aspects and different stages of our lives. I think um, we will naturally expect and demand more or different from our partners. So um, consider everything. But hey, that's going to be my approach. I'm curious what your approach is. You can tell me all about your approach by writing to me at twotakesandapod at gmail.com. It's probably easier to follow me at twotakesandapod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Yeah, I'm out there. You can leave me a DM or just jump straight in the comments. I'm looking forward to hearing your take, especially on the five love languages or love in general. You know, I think we all want to know and learn more about love, right? At least a little bit. Don't forget to support this show so you keep getting quality conversations like this. Give me five stars across the board and leave a like on your streaming platform of choice. And of course, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been Two Takes in a Pod. 
And thank you so much for listening. Peace. I just wanna see, I just wanna see how beautiful